Hello and welcome to Note Up. This is Note Up 59, and we don't know what to call this Note Up. It is going to be the handing over, the official handing over of power for Node. And uh, I'm joined today by Isaac Sluter. Hello. And TJ Fontaine. Hey there. And we have our very own peanut gallery. So we're we're at uh, we're graciously hosted by New Relic today and live in a studio. I probably sound more voicey than I usually do. I'll try not to to get too close to the mic. So Forrest Norville is here with us. Hi. And uh, the the Mr. Uh, Goldwater himself, <laughs> Jacob Goldwater, is here. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Theo Lamkin is here. Hi. I butcher that again. Taya. 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 Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, really fun. We have you know, basically a, a, a live audience. Uh, might be you know dragging another troll or two off the uh, the streets later in the show. Uh, we're graciously sponsored by a new sponsor today, Go Instant. Thank you, Go Instant, for uh, supporting Note Up and Yet and uh, Joint. So. Let's let's go. We don't really need bios. This is kind of a group of, of people you know. But I'm I'm D Shaw. I run the Node firm. Uh, we help businesses be successful with Node. Isaac, what what, what do you need to do these days? So uh, until recently, I was the the tech project lead, whatever lead gatekeeper BDF. of BDFW, <laughs> benevolent dictator for a while of Node. Um, and I am now the uh, CEO of NPM Inc. Ooh. Nice, fancy. And uh, TJ, what do you do? Uh, I'm very recently, I was made benevolent dictator for a while of, or slash gatekeeper of Node. So, uh, you know that you're required to do this for the rest of your life. Yeah, I mean, I understand. So you decide not to. Yeah, I mean, I understand. I mean, you know. But then your life is basically over. Yeah, this is like, (laughs) this is the high point. I understand. This is is my 15 minutes. Pretty much. Awesome. Well, I'm going to dive into a discussion Isaac has graciously acquiesced to you know fill in the, the the story but real quick i want to shout out to go instant brand new sponsor go instant is a platform for building real-time web and mobile applications it synchronizes the state of your application between users without the need for a back-end data is just straightforward json when a user modifies a property the change is propagated to all the other users in the system creating basically a, a stage uh, a shared uh, database GoInstant provides pub-sub messaging and client-side components to take the complexity of building real-time collaborative applications. Pub-sub messages are ideal for low-latency notifications. You know, stuff doesn't need to be stored. They are built on Node and have been using Node for three-plus years in production. Co-founded in 2011, acquired by Salesforce in 2012. Go- really one, of the, one of the first big Node exits, actually. Right on. Yeah, great Pretty team, exciting. great great guys, great team out of uh, Newfoundland. No, uh, Canada, Halifax, Halifax. No, the other one, the cold, the warmer one, Hoth. Okay, Canada, that one, that the, the right yeah. side of Canada. No, Halifax. They're they're unstopped by the polar vortex. <laughs> right on, right on. Fantastic guys. Uh, had a chance to to meet them at uh, Real Time Comp, and they they were down here at uh, Node Summit. Really fantastic. Go check them out. It's uh, free for developers to use. Go check them out at goinstant.com. Thanks, GoInstant, for uh, stepping up and uh, sponsoring Node. All right. So, Node in five minutes. The history of Node and uh, leadership. Isaac. So, um, 2009, Ryan wrote Node. A bunch of us kind of worked on it for a while. Uh, At some point, I... um, 
joined them at Joint. And in, I believe, what was that, 2012? He, um, like, end of 2011, beginning of 2012, he was like, you know what, I've been doing this for three years, I'm sick of it. And decided to take off. And so I took over as lead gatekeeper. Um, the the main priority at that point was just kind of keeping the the uh, keeping the momentum moving as far as uh, people creating new node modules and getting into new places and you know fixing bugs and whatnot. So I focused very. I, I think for most of the time that I was kind of running the show, I focused a lot on um, trying to fix the things that were really really onerous as about using Node, but otherwise maintain as much backwards compatibility as we could. I think. Um, did did you start the whole mac- backwards compatibility thing? Like we will never break a change in in, in the nodes. No, no. I, oh, and I mean, so in starting with zero dot two, zero dot two was our first backwards compatible release. Mm-hmm. Where uh, for all the zero dot two dot x, there was no um, no breaking API changes. You know, but between zero two and zero four, between four and six, there was obviously huge changes, mm-hmm. and some of those were. In fact, devastating. Like going from four to six was, I think, one of the worst things for a lot of people who did that. And it, mm-hmm. honestly, in retrospect, it was probably not a good idea. We're we have we're having an in real life event happening here. Dictator number four. Dictator number four has arrived, <laughs> and uh, Michael's ready to, to uh, yeah. you know, take over. Uh, I have no authority in this decision, but I do feel like it's not official until I say that it's okay. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Heady stuff right there. <laughs> All right. Let, let us give you half a uh, headset. You have to right, lean over. There we go. <laughs> Got the cams on. This is, no. pro- this is professional shit. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. this is for real. This is, this is serious. We, 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 the forest will never get rid of us again. <laughs> <laughs> you can get like the people in the background just like hanging out drinking. Like it's, <laughs> like it's you know, like Jay-Z's fucking booth. It's wow. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, Isaac, as he was telling us the uh, the story of how he came to power, how I how mm-hmm. I twisted Node out of Ryan's cold dead hands, how he became benevolent dictator for two years. Yep. Um. So uh, yeah, Ryan, um, you know, like like you learn on uh, on Node.js reactions, he he returned to his home planet, mm-hmm. and uh, he, he appears to be doing quite well there. And uh, before leaving, you know, made some issued some fatwas about. Uh, various programming languages that need to be euthanized. And so that was fun. Um, I appreciate you not doing any of that. That's, that's, oh, that's really yeah. pleasant. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. I'm still waiting for that one. The year is young, my friend. Awesome. There's a whole lot of 2014 left. <laughs> well, what are your feelings about Erlang? Oh, gosh. No, 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 no. <laughs> no comment. So, so, Isaac, did you have, at that point, Basically, could you say no? Could you like walked away and be like, "Fuck this no thing," and we would all like we wouldn't have a reason to podcast today, and you know, we'd be writing Erlang. Well, I mean, yeah, don't push that button; it doesn't do anything. Oh, okay, it goes. Okay. <laughs> so um, I thought it would mute, but it didn't. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I could have said no when Ryan offered it to me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I could have just said, "No, thanks, I'm." I would like to do other things instead. And he would have had to find somebody else. I mean, that's, that would have been his, his problem. Um, but I had actually kind of been in very involved with the, the node core development for a mm-hmm. while before, before that handoff happened. And um, 
Oddly enough, I mean, NPM was kind of in this sort of steady state where things sort of worked and we didn't really need to change too much. Um, it was sort of meeting the needs quite well and the, the registry didn't need a whole lot of attention to keep running. So, um, you know, my, my time wasn't really taken up too much by that. And uh, So that was after you, you got it out of uh, React to, to Couch, right? Didn't you have it in, in React for a while? No, 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 no. no. Uh, the, the NPM registry has always, always been a Couch app. What were you doing in React? I was doing... Um, Oh, that was just another, like, a, yeah, an NO.de oh, okay. related uh, thing. Um, and Preoc was just such a, it, I mean, it was, we were using the wrong tool for the job, but right. most databases claim that they're the best tool for every job, so it's really hard to not make that mistake. Only Oracle does that well. Mm-hmm. Every, actually, every job. Cashly is pretty honest about, like, it's actually not the thing for your app unless you rewrite your app, so you should just rewrite your app. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, all right. Like I said, I'm I'm not going to issue any thoughts was uh, just just yet. Yes. So maybe later. Um, <laughs> That's why I'm here. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> just lob them right up there. It's fine. Michael's Michael's here for uh, for flavor commentary. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, that's about it. I mean, and then um, you know, I took over as running node, and uh, it's a it's a big job. Um, there's a lot of like marketing and management and answering people's questions and mm. taking care of production issues and debugging stuff. And it's, uh, it's really rewarding and some of it's really fun, but it's also really tiring. Um, and more and more lately, like over the last six months or so, the, the NPM registry has really been demanding um, a lot more of my time. There's been some, some outages lately and uh, you know, other issues. So, um, and at the same time, I mean, node has kind of gotten to a point where the things that need to be focused on are actually stuff that, that TJ was already working on and already kind of very involved with. So it just made sense. So watching you operate while you were running node, you seem to ship an incredible amount of code and also do an incredible amount of the socials. How do you do that? Um, I don't know. We work hard. It didn't, it didn't do that much. Wow. I, didn't, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I mean, if you're... Really? <laughs> when you said we were bringing a troll on you, I wasn't sure exactly no, what you were talking about. I thought so, it kind of sucked. No, I, mean, I, 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 I mean, totally, you could have done more. I mean, in, in particular, like, with, with you, he is at the social stuff, but, like, you compare, like, Substack speaking schedule to Isaac's, right? Substack is probably doing, like, two or three tenths as much. Sure, sure. Because... Isaac doesn't want to do but that. I didn't bring. I didn't bring in like going out and doing the conference circuit. The, the conference circuit is, you know, a wonderful thing. But I think all of us have kind of gotten had the takeaway that it's an incredible time sink. Mm-hmm. And basically, you you write off that time as I get like no code done and no work done. Uh, it's very rewarding, but you know those are the trade offs. Yeah. Um, so basically, the, the fall and winter of two thousand twelve. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Michael and I and uh, Charlie Robbins like flew around the Pacific Ocean, the world tour, uh, to like you know Asia and Australia. And there was there was like a month there where I basically got nothing done. Mm-hmm. And it, even though I was actually only out for what was it like twelve days or something like that, like you get back from something like that and you're completely taken out. And then it's the holidays and okay. <sighs> it's, it, yeah. it's it's extremely draining. Right. But what I'm saying is, like, you 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 balance like the social communication, Twitter, and and actually like writing productive code fairly well. Um, do do you have any sort of things that you do to 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 
cordon those off or are you able to bounce back and forth uh, very well? I, I, I personally kind of have to shut off the socials to, to really get into to code, to pull, you know, go into that. So I think, um, I mean, it's, I don't want to make this a big old like tips and tricks and workflow show, but like that's um, what uh, that is all note up is. <laughs> like we used to have trolling with Michael, so have that back now, but, uh, <laughs> but no, I mean uh, full screen terminal and Vim. That's that's mm-hmm. how you get a lot of stuff done because right. you can't see anything else. No distractions. Then, nice. And then every so often, when you get stuck, then you flip back to your desktop and oh look some twitters. I'll go do some twitters, and then you come back to what you're doing. Nice. Yeah, you should buy a MacBook Air 11-inch, and then you just don't have room for other windows. <laughs> Everything has to be full screen, and then it's very distractionless. It's very We're, nice. Working on Node Core, though, you need a MacBook Pro because, or, or a Linux <laughs> machine because it's just it, compiling stuff on an Air is so painful. Isn't this what the cloud's for? It is certainly a part of it. But I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you're going like, to make a change, like, compile it, test it, make a change, compile it, test it, blah, 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 blah. If like, you're going to be, if you're gonna you're be gonna on the that. plane actually trying to do work, you, you, you might want to have that with you. you yeah. know? Right, right, okay. Relying right, on cloud for stuff actually ends up being even more painful because now you're going over a network. Okay. Although you guys are technically both still work at a cloud company, but <laughs> I work at a cloud company, but it is you know it's, 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 it's to work for a cloud company. I do I do get to have all, access to all sorts of things: Windows, FreeBSD, SmartOS, and Linux. To be able to test Node and compile it for everyone. But you also, know, the current big project is like a distributed processing system. So it is. You think that maybe Mantic could help solve it? It it solves some of those problems. We certain we're certainly using it for our builds. You know, we're actually doing a build of every commit that we do, and we're caching that so that way later we can go back and do performance analysis per commit and do testing again on those commits to go back from that. But that, 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 again, is only for necessarily for the smart OS stuff if you want to do it automated. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you still need to have other machines. And when you're doing benchmarking, you want bare metal, not yeah, virtualization. Yeah. So yeah. so we, we talked about the, the good things. Let, let's, let's talk about some of the, the, the challenges of you know, running the Node project. Well, I think one challenge of any open source project, especially when you have people in, uh, in different countries, is just like, keeping everybody kind of on the same page and working on just a small number of things so everybody doesn't scatter off in a bunch of different directions. And it's really, it's really tricky to manage people when you don't like pay them a salary because you, you feel kind of bad like telling somebody to do something. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it's like if they say they're going to do it and they don't do it, it's kind of frustrating, right? right. So, um, and, you know, I mean, shit comes up. Like life happens and people get busy with stuff. And I think it's actually a good a good lesson for anybody who's, who's managing, excuse me, anybody who's managing people that, um, if you think of them as, if you think of employees as like your property, that's like, that's the first step to to be a really terrible boss. Um, and when you're running an open source project, you just don't even really have that, that option. But, um, one of the challenges of the node project in particular is that it's, it's very, um, a lot of the aspects of it are very subtle and it's it's a platform so it's used by a lot of people and you can make tiny changes that have really really big impacts um and managing that in a way that works with a team that's geographically dispersed is is very difficult as far as like you know figuring out like when you can actually have a meeting where everybody chats in real time when you have one person who's like you know utc plus eight and another person is utc minus eight it's like it's kind of tricky to find any overlap. Yeah. Um, but if you have to wait a full day in order to get a feedback from a question, then that's also really challenging. So mostly what I found myself doing was like getting up at six in the morning and working for like three or four hours with the, with the guys who were in one time zone mm-hmm. in, uh, in Europe and, and Russia. And then um, I would take like a three or four hour 
like break in the middle of my day and then work in the evening with the people who were who were in uh, U.S. Pacific time zone. Was that just four hours of straight yoga? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was. It, well, it was like you know yoga and TV and like I, I made a point to like like build in a good amount of like just farting around. Nice. Because um, I think otherwise you can especially with a with a geographically dispersed team you can very easily be putting in like 12 hour days and not even realize it right. and then your life just goes to hell mm. nice so pro tip the, yeah, the, yeah the four hours is actually when you were doing the twitter work that's <laughs> when you're doing your best twitter work those right. four hours in the middle of the day right right well, and, everyone's paying attention and yeah i mean you, know, you, you, you take an hour lunch and you read something and then you like go to a yoga class or work out or you know do some other like healthy activity that kind of keeps you grounded and, and sane and um and just sort of sacrifice the middle of your day for that. It it is weird though to be working at like you know six in the morning and then also working at like seven or eight at night. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of a. I, I, so I tried to kind of minimize that because also then you don't get a lot of like you know you need like a good four or five hours at least a block of like coding to get any kind of real programming mm-hmm. done. Right. Yeah, but like I think that's a sane part as a, as a programmer. That's a sane part to throw away because that's mm-hmm. damn shit time anyway. Yeah. Everyone's like chatting on Twitter and, you know, bullshitting around. So. I think the real trick, too, is the four-hour blocks. Like, mm-hmm. you you can't actually be that great at writing code for more than four hours yeah. consecutively. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I do what I call intensive rotational burnout, where you every, every day you burn out on at least one thing. <laughs> that sounds so important. That you, so that you, you just avoid... spend time making up these phrases. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah, four yeah. hours of making up these phrases. <laughs> this, is, this is the Tim Ferriss of Node right here. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like you, you know, do a bunch of code, do a bunch of conference organizing stuff, do like a bunch of cooking and soap making and like <laughs> other shit. But like, always be really intense about everything and not ever burn out on any one of them. If you start sleeping half an hour a day, I'm having going to have an intervention. Oh. <laughs> I, I sleep too. Or, much. Or, or if you like, start making soap out of human body fat. Yes. yes. <laughs> First rule about that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Already broken. Uh, that's what we do here on Nota. All right, let's uh, take a quick break and uh, hear from uh, our sponsor, And Yet. I'm going to tell you a little bit about And Yet. And Yet is awesome. So they are this awesome little company that you can't really call them anything. You can't say, like, they do this or they do that. They just do anything that is great. Um, so beautiful, beautiful people over there. So some of the things they do, they build some Node APIs and some JavaScript SDKs for uh, companies like AT&T and their own products like Anbang. Um, Anbang is a real-time chat uh, for your tasks and teams to work out on IRC. And there's also like amazing IRC integration, actually, like the best that you've ever seen. Um, and uh, you can also roll out your own Anbang if you want to run your own service because you don't like the cloud. Because uh, you think that they're like stealing all your data, uh, so <laughs> you can sign up for Anbang for free right now while it's in private beta, and check out the developer docs at Anbang.com. You can actually already write to the API and you know do your own little bots and stuff like that. It's pretty cool, and uh, they have uh, both a REST interface and a Socket IO interface for for building all that real time stuff out. So that's really cool. So they help clients build awesome stuff like that. Um, they're some of the pioneers of WebRTC. Um, some of the, the people over there actually run like WebRTC Camp, and you know they've run Real Time Conf. Um, so you can you can find out all kinds of cool shit. Uh, just go to talkie.io um, to check out one of their cool new WebRTC based products. 
you can follow at usetalky on Twitter. You can check out their open source library for doing WebRTC stuff called Simple WebRTC. I guarantee it's in NPM, so just go to NPM. Don't even bother with Google anymore. Everything should be a module. Uh, and, and, uh, and it also has an awesome uh, security wing run by uh, our good friend Adam Brault uh, at Lyft Security. Um, and they provide awesome security for uh, GitHub and 37Signals, and uh, they also run the Node Security Project, which is a great project, which we, talk, we talked about before on Dota. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So check out and yet. All right. So now... I like, I like their use of punctuation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody at NodeConf was calling it Uplift Security because it's got the little up carrot. Yeah, yeah, I it. thought that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's, it's, called lift. it's just called Lift. I called it that at one point, and Adam was like, Are you trolling? I just thought it was that. Hmm. Missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then TJ. Let's uh, introduce TJ before before the ascension. Uh, let, <laughs> then let's, uh, there was TJ. <laughs> let, oh, let's, uh, it's like an Agatha Christie thing. Right there, and then it was none. As as I mentioned before, there, there are still uh, you know people that I've, I've talked to that that you know say you know how how how's Ryan doing you know taking over the project you know, doing the project. So yeah, you know, there there are individuals who you know aren't really paying attention to the inner workings and don't really give a shit. And, you know, so let's, 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 uh, you know, backfill how you uh, joined the Node project. Right. So I was working as a systems administrator in Northeast Ohio, just somewhere out in the middle of the flyover land that, um, and uh, just happened to be picking up a node for a hobby project and had this, had designs on actually, you know, doing a DNS as a service mechanism. And I was like, well, I, I picked up a couple modules uh, for DNS and Node and found some issues. And I was like, oh, this really is awful. And really, I actually, I want to, <laughs> actually, I, they were unlicensed. It was unclear if I could monk, you know, if I could actually contribute fixes to those or like, or, you know, whatever. So I just decided to write my own. And I, as I was doing that, I came across some issues and I was like, oh, here's this Node.js channel. Oh, there's a lot of the signal to noise ratio here is not exactly ideal, um, so I can't really get can't really get attention for the things I want to get. And then I happened to, upon the the LibUV channel and just started watching the interaction. And I was like, oh wow, this is where the actual node development is happening. Dude, first of all, about LibUV, don't don't tell people about LibUV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, really, really, like, when when people signal to noise was high, <laughs> when uh, we we actually work pretty hard to keep that the signal to noise ratio in there high like if people come in there and ask random node questions we direct them to node yep. and if they don't take it nicely they just get booted that's right. okay it's <laughs> it is it is strictly for like live you random live you live uv questions and node development right which is almost the same well it, they're they are heavily intertwined so i i, I was in that channel saw the activities going on saw that there are places where i could contribute nice and uh, i started doing that and, and uh, isaac Took notice of me, uh, and um, took you under his wing. Yeah, he, well, we were there was there was I mean, a job posting. At, we were trying hard to hire, and we actually interviewed a lot of people who, um, some of them were really really good, but for one reason or another didn't work out. And I mean, anybody who interviewed for that position and didn't get the job, like anybody who came and talked to us, was pretty awesome. Um, Joint just has ridiculously high standards for hiring people, and really wanted to get somebody who was going to be both very focused on Node and very interested in like continuing Node development, but also really experienced and good with the more low-level stuff. And that's kind of a hard overlap to hit. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so you know, the, we're, the team's very systems-focused. Like the, yeah. the, the, the vast majority of, of Joint's team is 
ridiculously knowledgeable about the minutia. Like they know they know from computers, right? Like like the real part of computers. Yeah, yeah they know how computers work. Right, <laughs> for real. Like for real. Unlike ninety nine percent of all programmers. Right. right. Um, and. Yeah, and like you know, we're interviewing these people, and some some of them were great. Some of them, oh god, we got these resumes. Some of them were just terrible. And um, not and you. We're going <laughs> through them. Um, <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm like, why is why is TJ Fontaine not on this list? What are you doing? And so I, I pinged him in IRC. It was like, why have you not applied for this job? I, I had actually taken the job posting and like sent it around to a few of my friends who I thought were better equi- <laughs> better fit for the job. And they're like, yeah, this, this requires I relocate to San Francisco. I can't do that. And so when, when Isaac offered, uh, asked me to apply, I was like, well, I don't actually have any, you know, other than family, I have no reason to stay in the flyover state. So, you know, why not? And uh, I was really uh, intimidated by, by meeting all the people at Joint and having the interview process. But then then I got to be, then everybody said yes, and I started working at Joint in February of last year. So, then, And then you poisoned Isaac. Yeah, um, slowly. <laughs> Actually, we weren't really supposed to mention that. It's a, it's a very, uh, you know, in, in his morning coffee, it's just, it's a, it's a... You continued publishing modules to NPM, and then it, <laughs> yeah. you know, it needed more, more love. And so the role at Joint was just to work on Node, right? It yeah, I was hired specifically for Node. I don't, I mean, so, you know, some of my interactions with the rest of the team there you know, I worked on other things, but it was specifically about improving the tooling around Node and, and how we can work on and how we can work on that, all of those pieces. So, you know, it, it's 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 an interesting group of engineers there who who really work from from the bottom, from from before the bootloader in the in their kernel, all the way up through a web interface for their for their for their cloud providing. Yeah, that thing that, that they thing. sell. Join has a web interface. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, I will have a whole wonderful thing to think say about yeah. Join in a moment. yeah so i mean tj was hired specifically to do basically all the stuff that i didn't have any time to do but was really becoming more and more important as far as running the the project effectively like you know set up all the continuous integration stuff that he was kind of alluding to before running tests on a regular basis like uh, and you invented Manta, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, well, yeah, we a... needed somebody to invent Manta so that we could run, <laughs> you know, continuous Sorry, integration. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all, all apologies. Um, Actually, and... I broke Manta. That's it. Okay. Just, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know, we and a, as it turned out over time, that that role just kind of became more and more crucial to having the project to actually running the project. And so, so now that he was so productive, you decided to bog him down with all the stuff that you were, that you were stuck with. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the whole time that I was working on on Node, I also had this this npm thing that I was kind of juggling as a, a, a sort of secondary priority. And um, you know, TJ didn't have that that uh, added burden to deal with. So, it wasn't my load to carry. Yeah. So. How did Isaac prepare you for running Node and dealing with the internet? <laughs> I, I'm imagining a nudist retreat. Wow. Um, the, there, there are some, there are some things I can I'm, I'm and can't. There are some things I can can't disclose about the actual <laughs> ritual around handing uh, power from from leader to leader. Uh, no, it was it was really it was a it was a graceful transition internally, um, just piece by piece as as things were as he thought that I was ready to work on those things. Like in July, I started working on uh, handling the release management and that was my responsibility and just 
each piece as it as it happened, you know, he was just like, okay, now here's here's what we've been doing for this, and so I got to see him in action, see how it was working, and then just kind of like pick up the mantle at where he left it then, and just move forward with it. Most so of the time, you, it was like, th- th- here's what we're doing now. This is terrible for the following reasons. <laughs> Please go build something better, and then you kind of go off and come up with a better thing, and come back and be like, okay, let's do the builds now, this way. I was like, great, yours. <laughs> you touched it last. <laughs> Tag you're it. I used to do that with my brother when I was trying to put the bag of chips away and just like yeah. just throw the bag at him and be like, you have to put it away. <laughs> yeah, basically it was just like that. This is awesome. Okay. <laughs> Builds are yours now. Thanks. Appreciate it. I don't even know how to do a build anymore. <laughs> now you're a vanilla dictator for two years. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you've actually been sort of managing the, the, the project for you know several months now, right? Yeah, I mean, all intents and purposes for for the for the parts that need managed, you know, it's mm-hmm. just I mean, it's a very it's a very functional group of people, you know, from from the team and the community that makes it makes running makes working with the with the project a lot easier, and it's not as scary as being a leader. There are still a lot of responsibilities that are that are yours. The twenty fourteen uh, conference circuit is looking amazing. <laughs> you can start now very soon. <laughs> that's, that's excellent. That's a, that's a good plug. I appreciate it. Um, but you know what you do is you rely on the people that are, that are already helping, and you you make sure that you're you're just there to help facilitate the rest of the project. So I mean it's it's not it's not so much about the person who's in charge as it is about the project and about the community around it. So if you were to ask for contributions to Node Core, what what would be the things that you uh, would look for for people you know, that might be interested in helping out with Node. I, uh, I w- it's not a question of would ask for contributions mm-hmm. to Node Core. I absolutely am asking for contributions to Node Core. Basically, we're looking for starting the Node Telethon right now. <laughs> all right, <laughs> you, now that you're right. all tuned in, we got we got we've got drums. We got keyboard. We're just gonna keep going until you guys start sending in money. Um, but uh, no, I mean we we want scale up. <laughs> oh man! So wow. Uh, we want we want we want contributions to core, and um, we want them in, in as many forms as actually as whatever the community actually feels comfortable in. Okay. I mean, if you're if you're a business and you're using and and you have resources available to you, and you're using Node, it would be call great me. that it, you know, yeah, call, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, be great that you're you're contributing in some way. I mean, filing issues is all is always a good first step of con- of contributing to this project. But mm-hmm. we also we're, we're also looking for people to uh, contribute fixes for the features that they depend on. And then also, if there are features that you need that are lacking from, from Node Core that, that makes sense to provide for everyone, you know, maybe consider sponsoring that feature in open development such that you know, the community can work with you on what the right API is there, and, then, and we can work on getting that working for you. There are plenty of places where this makes sense, like our crypto API, which Fedora has been great at, at right. doing. There are still pieces that, other, that our people are needing as, as we scale up with people who want to do maybe hardware acceleration of, of crypto. Right. So if you know OpenSSL and you love OpenSSL, call us. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you know, more, more users of, that, of, the, of the APIs that we already have to find, to find flaws that we have there and, and performance issues. Uh, Fedora does great work there, but I mean, more eyes on that on that code actually doesn't doesn't hurt in that case. So that's I, and that actually brings up an interesting thing. I'm glad you mentioned Fedora, but um, because <clears throat> one of the largest uh, users of SSL in Node of TLS in Node is Voxer, and they were also one of the most like you know negatively impacted by. How much it sucks. Well, yeah, we were one of the last bastions of like trying to get SSL to to work. Uh, yeah, just in raw node. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Matt Rainey has a pretty good dedication to like I will try as hard as I can to make this work with Node before I <laughs> take anything. Else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know the way that they approached it was like 
who's the developer who can fix this in Node? Let's just hire him and make it his job. And you know, if if there is that person out there that you can, you know, that you can put on the on the project or just kind of sick on it, like the, one of the best ways to contribute financially to a project mm-hmm. is to pay for a developer's salary who's working on the project. That's that's a lot more effective than like you know, putting money in a foundation or doing some other crap. Like well and, and also it keeps those people focused, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're not paid to just quote unquote work on node. Like they're working on node for a specific use case. Like and right. and having the project driven by like real products and real need is pretty real important. Needs, right. It's that's one of the keys to the project really. Right. Yeah, the the fact that there's a use case and that that you know, that use case is going to be pressure tested with reality, not mm-hmm. you know, let me design this API that could solve mm-hmm. everybody's need. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like it's just some dude in a beard who's like, I'm going to make SSL faster for my benchmarks. You know, like it's in, in like a basement. You know, Fedora's like, no, this company is using this. There's you know, here's right. our load. This is what we need to hit. Like that's what he's. Interestingly to do. enough, this has led to him writing Bud, um, <laughs> which, which isn't. Isn't Node at all, but it is an excellent uh, TLS Terminator. TLS Terminator. Right. It's it's still very young, but um, budding. It is a it is a Sorry. budding new <laughs> entrance. Yes, killed it, killed it. <laughs> um, that's why they call him D Shaw. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean it's um, it's definitely much more configurable and has a lot of features that Pound or Stud don't have. Mm-hmm. I have not been aware of any like major uses of it in production but i i'm really really looking forward to that coming out and being a a thing yeah and maybe even being like you know informing the way that that ssl is done in node but Um, yeah to the point it's 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 helpful when a company is providing resources for someone to work on on a specific feature or on a specific subsystem of node and it's not that they have to spend their entire time on it uh, you know where that's the only thing that they do but you know having that having that uh subsystem special special Specialness uh, for that for that area actually makes it makes you useful to the node core project or the core of the node project. And the more people we can attract like that, the better off the project is for everyone else. Okay, we haven't really had like a a heavy sort of side agenda that's tried to derail things in in strong ways. I heard Joyan is trying to dominate oh, the project in order to cover All up nine right. eleven. Uh, oh <laughs> wow! See, we just you know just bring it all in. I see you read Hacker News. <laughs> I read the node mailing list. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> wow, you went... It's like, how many minutes was that? Right. <laughs> 44 minutes before you mentioned the node mailing list. That's, that's awesome. I'm really proud of your restraint on that, actually. Yeah. All right, now I'm ready for a, a sponsor block. Right? <laughs> that's exactly that's what we did. We were actually holding on to that just to... to <laughs> Uh, no, no, but really, TJ, what are you gonna do about the mailing list? <laughs> wow, you this know, is your, you did inherit this problem. It's it's a it's an interesting problem. I was I was gonna delete it, but I forgot. So, <laughs> right, uh, yeah, thanks, I appreciate that. You know, <laughs> there are all sorts of community forums. I, I use that as a, as a generic term of uh, that. You know are not necessarily run by the person who's in charge of the software project known as Node. Uh, you know. Very much keep in mind that the person who's in charge uh, uh, of the gate of the, of the actual source control and, you know, actually releasing right. Node is not necessarily the person who is responsible for everything that happens in the Node community or in its, you know, uh, associated 
members. Um, so he's, wait, you know, wait. Just like, Isaac didn't tell you that you're responsible for all that. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> well so, so. I've quickly divested myself of that, of that uh, responsibility. So I think there are things that we can do to improve the experience for users on the mailing list. Mm -hmm. I don't think that it's necessarily our place to come in and say, no, this method of how you use it uh, is it's just it's broken and we can't we can't fix it so we're just going to close it. I think what we need to do is you know enable the people in the community who are most interested in the mailing list, get them working to to moderate it in itself such that the mailing list corrects it on its own. Just like I wouldn't, you know, jump into the IRC channel and say this is exactly how the IRC channel is going to function or jump into the conference well, circuit and be like this is well, how it's going to be. I mean so like that, it, I, I did actually kind of do that in the IRC channel. Like I, I mean I did actually step in and say okay, you know what? You're not allowed to say racist homophobic uh, sexist and, and things that, that, in that the RC channel did, didn't prove greatly. Yeah, there, there, yeah. there was back, you know, back in the but, early but days. It was to be fair, what you did was you enabled other people in the channel to actually enforce the po enforce yes. the mechanisms by which you felt were an important policy of of the inclusivity of our community, mm -hmm. and right. that's what we need to be able to do is empower other people in the community such that it doesn't make it feel like whoever's in charge of the project it has to make these terrible yes or no binary decisions about nice. the mailing list. Well, no, so so the mailing, but like okay, like guys stepped into IRC, like that's the official IRC channel. It some like the the project is sort of responsible for that. I don't think that like the Node Core project is responsible for the Node School discussions, like GitHub issues, sure. right? Like because that's that's like this side project. But the mailing list like is a responsibility, and it is a cesspool. <laughs> um, <laughs> so and, one and, one way to one way to solve this. TJ would be to say that Michael Rogers is in charge of the mailing list. Yeah, I think, I think he's, he's no. Hold on, hear me out. Mm -hmm. Put Michael Rogers in charge of it, and say you can delete it as long as you set up something that like directs people to Stack Overflow or some other mm -hmm. thing. Because like, yeah. if you have an actual question about Node, and you go to Stack Overflow and you ask it, it'll get answered. <laughs> um, a lot of the time. Um, more often than the actual no mailing list, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because at all, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and if Quora don't people keep no, yeah. people keep suggesting that I Quora's answer questions on Quora about Node stuff, and I just, ah, don't don't do it. It's terrible. It's a terrible interface. It's designed for like broad essay questions. Mm -hmm. um, Stack Overflow is great for uh, for Node style questions. If we just directed mailing list posts, technical questions. Have the mailing list respond with something that says, this mailing list is shut down, please go here. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah. Stack Overflow actually has people who can like shut down trolls and you know they sure. have a really good identity system but and the, stuff. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's actually so, pretty great. But so we, we, we just started a repo in, in the Canode project that like literally just started like just for helping people. It's sort of trying to do this with issues. The way that Node School is doing for just the Node School stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and it literally just started, so you can't move to it yet. There's really nobody there. Um, but the, the one objection to using Stack Overflow is that one of the reasons that they, they've built the community that they've had, or one of the ways that they've done it, is that they have a lot of restrictions on what kinds of questions you can ask. Mm -hmm. um, like, like questions with answers, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, no, no, but that's right. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, if you like, have questions that don't have answers, like, Right, Why are right. you posting those on a mailing list? Put, it's a blog Whoa. post. Write a blog post. Muse about right, the but, but, right. But there are like stuff. so even in even in the Node School discussion stuff. There's been stuff that's just been out of out of the scope of of the Node School discussion because it's not about the workshop or courses. Um, and and some of those like they wouldn't be answerable on Stack Overflow either. They wouldn't be askable. But they're really valid questions. They're just like more what? they're more open ended questions, right? Like like why you know why is it a good idea to go what. With this, or what are the trade-offs of, of this or that approach? Like there, so those, those kind of those kind of questions are on Stack Overflow a lot, and they mm -hmm. get answered. 
Um, I, I know because I've answered some. Like there have been questions that people have asked about Node or NPM about like you know why would I use fs.read file versus using fs.create read stream? Like what are the trade offs? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, in that case, I mean Stack Overflow is actually great. You get you get really knowledgeable people, and it's a good system for like voting up the best answer. Mm-hmm. And Stack Overflow also has a mechanism to refer back. To the frequent pattern in Stack Overflow is like, hey, you asked this question. Look at this answer that Isaac made. And it's basically that question, you know, back six months ago. Right, right. right. They have a pretty good the, interface the, for doing the, that. We yeah. don't really have in, in the mailing list where it's like, all right, thank you for bringing up Fiverr's again. Let's let's <laughs> kick right. you back to right. Whereas doing right. that in the mailing list, like you say, okay, this was discussed two years ago, and how nothing you, has how changed. How do you refer to it? Right. And right. and then people say, well, you're just being rude and telling me I can't talk about things just because you talked about it two years ago. And also replying over and over and over again becomes a point of, like, a way to upvote your own ideas, mm, which right. is, like, just the wrong thing. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, one of the problems with Stack right now is that there there aren't enough Node people the way that there are for right. some of the other languages. Right. But maybe pointing the mailing list at it right. would make everybody go there. There's a pretty good Node community there. I mean, they yeah. they have even, like, a chat room. It's not IRC, so I can't. Go there. Um, <laughs> I, I load up the web page and I'm like, hey, look, it's got a chat. Yay. And then I close that tab and I never come back. Yeah. But, um, but no, it's, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty active. We could even, there was some bot that would like look for uh, node related questions and post them into the mailing list or post them into the IRC channel. Um, so that could be, maybe something like that could be useful. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. That would get it's, the right people on it. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just important yeah. to realize, I mean, to keep in mind that people have different ways that they want to communicate, and mm-hmm. that, that Stack Overflow may not actually fit the, the need for those users. Who, we should who, discuss this on the mailing list. We, we absolutely <laughs> should discuss it on the mailing list. I mean, Can it's we just, just like, figure out why we can't? <laughs> can't close the mailing list? No, no, or? why we can't discuss it. Oh, yeah. right. No. <laughs> because nobody uses the mailing list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean, sorry. I, no, I, no, I mean, didn't just want like, to derail with stuff like that. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's just that you know, people have different ways that they want to actually communicate. Some people like IRC channels. Some people like forums. Some people like mailing lists. Some people like Stack Overflow. And we need to make sure that we have good people in each one of those places that, are, that actually work on that. If the mailing list is an unsolvable problem with actually getting getting it back onto track, then yeah, we need to, we need to, we will need to shut it down. But there are some people who actually want to communicate through that mechanism, and we need to make sure that we don't disenfranchise those people just right. because we don't like the conversation that's happening there. Work. Well, I mean, like they can easily start another mailing list for doing whatever, and, like, right? And, and then, you, yeah, if you don't like you the mailing list, today. you could totally make no, 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 another no, no, mailing no, list. No, 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 Michael's no. mailing list. What I'm saying is that there is responsibility for the official mailing list to keep it on track, and it's not. Sure. And like, I do like the idea of pointing it, of, of pointing people to stuff that's not necessarily managed by Core, right? Like Stack Overflow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in fact, like, I would just be into. Pointing people at IRC, like people get much better answers on IRC than they do on the mailing list. The problem oh, yeah. with IRC is not it's not a persistent mechanism of actually yeah. being able to go back and look at it. And, and this is the problem with mailing list. If you're interacting with the mailing list in general, you jo- you join later, you don't get to see the historical archives, which is why some people yeah, right. prefer forums or pr- prefer Google Groups, which is how our mailing list is actually implemented for not, for from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are all kinds of different problems and different considerations that have actually been trying to solve since Usenet existed and BBSs. You know, you know, so. These are these are not new problems to the internet to or projects. <laughs> so, re- referring people to IRC uh, unfortunately ends up being very like America Eurocentric right. because IRC mm. is really really active when the sun is not over Asia. 
Um, well, what, what I've actually found though is that, is that? A, a lot of um, the Asian communities just have their own forums. Exactly. Right? Like there, mm-hmm. there we 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 saw like we met the guy who does the one in South Korea when we mm-hmm. were there, and they have more traffic than the mailing list, mm-hmm. um, and it's all in Korean, so we don't mm-hmm. have any idea what they're saying. <laughs> um, I'm sure it's all great content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're probably yeah, it's probably more productive than, than our mailing list. So yeah, I mean, maybe the, the answer is like set up this bot. Point everybody at Stack Overflow. Do that for a month. Shut off the mailing list. See what happens. If you know, if no babies die, then <laughs> wow. we'll keep it that way. <laughs> so morbid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, what, what about what about people not like doing IRC? Like a lot of time when I mention uh, IRC, people are like, "What? <laughs> they need to just kind of get over that." I think. <laughs> I mean, that's well, <laughs> well, <laughs> people should have seen could have seen the face of <laughs> like the jaw came down and stayed open. It was I mean, it's it's the same as people not using Git. It's like, oh, you clone the Git repo. No, like, oh, how do I do that? Like, well, you know what? You you learn it because this is just how things are done. Um, IRC is how open source communicates. It's how it has been for a long time now. So, okay. for real time help, it's just required. I mean, that's just how it works. We do we do have a lot of people going to meetups and other and other kind of conferences to do meet space kind of uh, conversation yeah. and working through with like oh you run that project and I'm going to be at this conference or at this meetup and I can actually talk to you. Right. So, that, so we, we should the... redirect everyone to to meet space, not the mailing list. <laughs> um, that could <laughs> be entertaining. That's a whole another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like uh, like the redirecting people to Node School stuff, especially when they want tutorial information, sure. is like a good one, right? Because you know. And that's that's a better way to learn than asking people just on IRC. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So let, let's do our, our our third sponsor block. Want to give some love to to Joint. Uh, Joint is a high performance. They have some representatives of, of Joint, but I, I probably shouldn't. Have. <laughs> Forrest, do you want to read the Joint sponsor block? <laughs> no. Come on. Uh, I can I can read it. Uh, all right. Let, let me give it now. Let, let me hand it I'm over to uh, their 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 biggest customer. Uh, Joint Joint is. Um, they are a high-performance cloud infrastructure and big data analytics company. They deliver, well, Node. It's the reason you're listening to this. Right? Um, I don't really Matter have to ups. tell you why Node is great, but that's um, they're the, the corporate, uh, corporate sponsor and steward of Node.js. They have paid me for a lot of time that I spent on <laughs> Node and, and building Thank you, it. Joint. That was awesome. And uh, they're, they're continuing to pay TJ to keep doing what he's doing. That's also nice of them. Um, <laughs> they also offer... Uh, Exclusive debugging, performance anal- analysis tools for uh, for Node applications, and you know Walmart and Voxer and lots of other. Oh, I can't I can't say their name. I can't say. Well, the, Walmart talked about it at at, yeah, uh, you, yes. at Node Summit. I can't tell you anything about what Joint may or may not have done for them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not Joint's fault. <laughs> so if you go to if you go to Joint.com, you get uh, quick access to a lot of Node offerings. You can sign up for their public cloud, which is optimized for running Node.js. They have a, a free trial of their compute service and uh, Joint Manta storage service, which is pretty amazing. It's a distributed object storage service. You can think of it as like, you know, any of these things where you just put a bunch of files in it, right? But EC2 with, or EC2. It's like S3 with EC2 AC, built in. AC. Or that's one way to put it. <laughs> I can't speak all these fucking acronyms. Oh, no, it's terrible. It's like S3 with MapReduce built in. Right, right, sort of. Um, the the <laughs> the thing that's really cool about it is it does the compute right where your data lives, and so that means you don't have to like download it for you know download it to another place and then run some compute and then put it back. 
And so you can do map reduce over it. It's it's not perfect for every job, but it's perfect for a lot of things that are pretty hard to do in any other way. Another plus for joint, they name their products names instead of acronyms. Right. And, and names, names like fish, <laughs> like manta, yeah. which is a pretty badass fish. Um, you can swim the seas of the cloud. Oh, no. 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 Anyway, yeah, that's a freebie. <laughs> Joint can have that. That's um, mixed opposite metaphor. MPM Inc. is all about marketing. Marketing, <laughs> marketing as a service. That's my job now. So uh, they, they also, hold on, guys, I'm almost through this. Okay. They, uh, they also have this uh, Node.js support services now. So you can, um, you can give them some money. And then you get core support for crash debugging for your Node.js uh, core components in Linux or in SunOS. Primarily, they would love for you to run on SmartOS, which is their operating system. And I can speak from experience that it's pretty much the best place to run Node. Uh, but they'll also, if you have a crash dump from Linux, you can, uh, you can put that up in Manta and they will take a look at it and pull it apart and tell you what was going on. Their joint cloud Node.js support for Q&A technical support guidance is also available. And you can also check out, they, they have their um, development and production practices documentation at www.joint.com slash developers slash node. So you can see how they use node. They're actually, um, it's kind of like a uh, hair club for men. Like, not only are they the carpets, <laughs> but we're also... No reason. I haven't given up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's out of the club. So, um, yeah, and... Uh, uh, I, you know, honestly, I'm looking at this and I'm, I'm noticing that like an awful lot of this TJ was like personally and directly responsible for. So that's, <laughs> yes. M- Michael's balding. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I was referring to Michael's balding. Male pattern baldness is TJ awesome. shaved my head. So um, it's, a, yeah, it's a hazing thing. You can, uh, you can stay tuned with upcoming Node.js news and events at, at Joint on Twitter. Or you can listen to this show or you can follow me or TJ or almost anybody else involved with Node. They're huge in the Node community. Awesome. So before we go on to what we kind of uh, set aside for, for part three, I want to talk real quick about Node 0.12. Okay. First and foremost, what everyone wants to know, when is it going to ship? As soon as possible. So next week? I mean, I mean you know, <laughs> when, when it's fucking I ready. <laughs> you know, when it's ready. As, as I, when Ryan every once in a while will pop into the IRC channel and ask when the next release is coming up. And every time he comes in, I will tell him when it's ready. It's like a backseat driver. It's like, just like every time. shit this shit already? You know, we're working to try and have a feature freeze and branch it off hypothetically this week. Awesome. And so that'd be great. Um, and then as soon as that's done, we're going to get make sure our, we're down to as few tests failing. And, you know, Windows is always a special case there. Um, but we'll, we're going to get down to zero tests and uh, failing and get make sure all of our performances where it's supposed our benchmarks are where they're supposed to be. And then we'll get that out there uh, as soon as possible. Okay. Uh, I, Isaac has always Isaac always taught me a good thing. Was like, don't say a date because then if you miss it, everybody gets angry with you. Next so, week, right? So I'm just going to I'm just going to keep going. We're, we we are we have some ideas of when that launch will feature be. Feature freeze right. means shipping. <laughs> that's right. So, well, if, you talk, if you talk to Walmart, that's exactly what Aaron believes. He's like, oh, all right, I'm going to put it in production now, and uh, so you can I can tell you right yeah. when it fits. <laughs> Between two and twenty four weeks. Yes. Mm. That, yeah, that all is right. precisely. It's a good. It's a good ballpark. That's right probably there. a good ballpark. Yeah. yeah. Always. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can help by testing it and by sending sure. code. We're gonna have, Thank you, Michael. And we're, by writing code. We're, we're going we're gonna to have... <laughs> I can tell you that there will be another version of 0.11 released tomorrow and a version of 0.10 released tomorrow. Nice. Um, so that will be good. So if, you, if you're interested in what's coming out in 12, please go ahead and pick up 11 and start playing with it. And, um, and let us know as soon as possible um, if there are problems in your, in your stack. It's production ready. I'm not saying this. <laughs> Stop putting words in my mouth. You want a story. This is like, a, when did you become a journalist? This is not, this yeah. is not fair. So, also, don't listen to core people about when to run something in production. Just ask Aaron Hammer, and he'll tell you. <laughs> if, Walmart's, if Walmart's running it in production, you can get away with it. Because your stuff's not as hardcore as Walmart. <laughs> yeah. The only people who might guaranteed. need to worry a little bit more are uh, Voxer. Yeah. yeah. Well, Voxer <laughs> and, and Joyant for different reasons. Yeah. But yeah. Mm. So, do you want to, do you want to share some of the you know big features that we're we're looking for? Domains is going to userland, right? Um, that actually n- is not necessarily happening right this second. Okay. Um, but uh, we we have we have some new features. Uh, we have some core changes for uh, uh, performance reasons. Uh, Fedora did work on TLS wrap, which does a lot to avoid a lot of our jumping back between C and JavaScript for the SSL stack. Um, and um, Trevor did a lot of work on buffers, and so there, there's a lot of core features that ever, that are a part of everything that's, that's used that that are getting faster. I don't have any numbers right yet, but you'll have that for when we actually when we actually are getting ready for for the release. Trevor also did a lot of work on on a feature called uh, async listeners, which mm-hmm. to the too long didn't read version of this is you're going to get a ton of visibility into what's actually happening in the asynchronous operation of the of core. Yep. Um, basically, every time. Every time we go to call back from C++ back into JavaScript, there's now information, instrumentation around that that we can deliver to the process such that people like New Relic can consume that in, in an interesting way such that you can get more information about what your application, how your application is performing. Um, so there's that. And then we have, two new, we have two other features that haven't landed yet that are coming very shortly. One of them is uh, exec sync, which we've been touting for a, a long time. That's going right. to get in. Uh, so make it. Real short order here, like tonight, and then um, the other is that you we're just got a date. <laughs> that, <laughs> I'm, I'm not nice. sleeping until it's done. Um, Twelve, twelve is going out tonight. Oh, oh, man, man, man. Uh, most of the we exec, yeah, most of the exact sync work was done by Bert Belder, and uh, so I'm just going to clean up a little bit of that, add some testing and documentation, and right. then that'll come in. Um, the other feature is this idea of I don't, if you've experienced it or when you install certain modules in NPM, you might notice that uh, DTrace providers is an optional dependency and sometimes tries to compile. And depending on your install, you may or may not have had DTrace provider there or it had a tool chain there to compile it. In, the case, in that case, we're bringing DTrace provider into core. So basically, you're going to have user-defined instrumentation of your modules as a first-class uh, feature in Node. So basically, you're writing you're writing your modules, and you want instrumentation there available for New Relic or who, whomever to actually do something useful mm-hmm. with your module and give give statistics or metrics out. Um, that's going to be a first class feature in Node, and uh, it's going to be it's going to reduce one more binary dependency that people have in their installs, and is going to be great for actually getting more visibility the visibility you want people to know about your module. Right. So. No, I, I think this is the you know, the, the tracing functionality, the ability to you know have that insight into Node's process is one of the you know the big business needs that we'll have with Node. Looking at you know Node really sort of exploding in in twenty fourteen. Sure, it's it's business and hobbyist. I mean, you, you sure, never sure. you never know 
one thing I've learned with <laughs> sure. Node, you never say that this is the, this is who's going to use this audi- who the target audience is for that. So mm-hmm. everybody, everybody always finds crazy things. I mean, with async listeners, I think uh, CreationX had had a had an <laughs> uh, interesting web server implementation that uh, if you if you're in, if you find it. Uh, if you find a masoch- if you're masochistic enough to actually look at that, you should you should go ahead and see. Wasn't it wasn't it some weird thing where like everything order, throws? It, yeah, like <laughs> in order to send a response, you throw. Yeah. <laughs> that is correct. Wow. Want to send a screen? Throw a screen. Want to uh-huh. send a screen? Throw a screen. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, the, you never never underestimate the commu- the community around Node and what they see in an API. So you you thought you wrote it for one thing, and you know CreationX will come around and tell you what you actually meant. Got it. So um, ham radios connecting to async yeah, listeners yeah, yeah, back yeah. in the process. Who, who yeah. knows what's happening? But, but you know, there's also just going to be a lot of libraries that are alternatives to domains, alternative right. APIs, and extensions and that kind of stuff. Right. So. And so, that's, that's a good idea because, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, let's face it, domains are, they're all right, but they're not great. And, um... Peanut Gallery, what do you think of domains? It was domains? a first pass. Domains. That's a conversation for another time. Uh, <laughs> peanut, no comment from the What do you like about... Go, go how learn. do you feel about anything listener for us? I think anything listener is pretty good. All right. Solves my problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's the important part. Jacob? Uh, about domains? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um... I think they're uh, pretty good, but they're not perfect. <laughs> they're not perfect. I think okay. they're a failure, but I think that's a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so now we know how you really feel. That's good to know. All right. We're, we're going to have an async listener show uh, you know, coming up uh, you know, pretty soon, so th- that'll be fun. Well, I mean, part of the purpose of, of moving stuff, um, you know, making our APIs a little bit lower level and, and moving stuff more into user land is that, like, we can actually iterate on these sorts of things more effectively. Right. Uh, domains was, you know, it was a hack to try and see, like, well, what can we do with what we have right now without committing too much to some other, you know, some major, like, uh, uh, big internal, like, structural changes in Node. And, you know, it's not bad. It gives you something, which prior to that, there was basically no way to get any information about something that throws. Right. I like what uh, kind of TJ's plan of, Exposing more of the primitives in, in in core and letting you build the right thing on top of those. And that's yeah. kind of what I guess async listeners. Yeah, I mean that's absolutely, and we we just it's just a tightrope that we have to walk between what is actually a lo- what is what our interfaces exist that exist today that we can't that are stable enough to provide. And if they if they are stable enough, then we can provide them in a backwards compatible way, such that we can continue. It, it's a it's a balancing act between keeping our existing streams API performant and also allowing you interfaces to do things without if you don't want to necessarily use streams. So it, it's a it's a very careful balancing act to do that. And I think we we've got we've got some interesting things that we can do with that to keep you to keep the community in, innovating around node. And I think that's I think that's what we're going to see uh, coming in the future. Yeah, and I think the the you know Forrest and Trevor's effort to uh, basically define async listeners in user land is the way forward and how we how we experiment with that and and mm-hmm. and and innovate and, and you know and, and streams too streams were yep. you know, streams too uh, streams too too were were also designed and, and worked in was it streams two or three uh, streams three both both okay all done in user land and you know. The, we you know, defined the API there and then brought that back into core. It's a great pattern and what, allows what? us to, to a lot more flexibility yeah. to sort of pound on it. And One thing you didn't mention was the C API. Well, yeah, so we, we've got some foundational work that's being done for a C API. I, I'm not rushing to integrate that in, in for the 12 release. It's working great for, for the people who are using it today. It's, um, for, for 12, it's going to exist out in NPM. 
Um, but we're, we're making some changes to the module loader such that it makes it a little easier and a little safer from an ABI st- standpoint in core to keep that going. Then we're going to also bring in, after 12 is released or in 13 branch, we're going to bring the C API in there. And so that way, basically, that's going to allow people the function, the, the ability to write their binary modules and have them compiled once and then work from version of node to version of node and not have to worry about recompiling every time. So whenever we get a binary uh, distribution mechanism from NPM that's going to be useful for everyone, you will hopefully only have to compile that once for your various configurations and not have to worry about it. Yes. Yeah. I think uh, Chris Williams has had to rewrite node serial every release. Yes. Because because either there was a giant V8 change or there was a giant libv change. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> and there's no, there's no way really that Node can protect you from those V8 changes as long as the, the way that you interact with JavaScript is a direct That's right. is mm-hmm. by directly accessing the, accessing the V8 API. Like if V8 changes their API and they're going to, then you got to rewrite it. There's no way around that. So the purpose of this shim is to kind of make it so that you you're not touching V8 directly, and so they can change stuff. Um, without requiring that you rewrite your module. And, and um, a side benefit is that somebody could go off and, and bind to another VM as well, right? Mm-hmm. In theory. Yeah, I mean, for a lot of it, I mean, when I was doing the... Yeah, when I was doing the initial work, I was in, there was a lot of influence from from, from SpiderMonkey's JS API, which is, which is actually, for the, I mean, there are some quirks to it, but it's actually a pretty decent C binding. If you've done, if you've done binding work for, for Python or Ruby, it, that's, you, there's, an, there's an experience you expect from, from your API from actually doing that work that V8 and Node to date haven't had a story around. And as we mature and people can go and do things whatever in the module space, you know, we need to have a better story for that. And you know, people who have existing business logic that they need to reuse, and et cetera. Awesome. All right. Isaac, you left Node. For I, didn't I defected. Leave. You defected. You, <laughs> you abandoned us. For NPM riches. For NPM riches. For go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You got me confused with that other guy. <laughs> um... Why? Why don't you love us anymore? Why don't you love us anymore? Um, so actually, you know, like I said, a few months ago, I kind of uh, started the process of, of handing stuff over to TJ because the NPM stuff became a much bigger issue. And, you know, Joint's a, a this isn't part of their sponsor block, but Joint's actually a great company to work for. They They were more than happy to say, like, look, you know, if if we need to put engineering resources behind NPM, if you need to make this your full-time job, like, mm-hmm. whatever you want to do, you know, we, we care about it. We want to see things go well. And so what I did was kind of go and take a look at, like, the state of everything going on and really try to figure out, like, you know, what is the best thing for NPM going forward? I mean, it's my, it's my, my baby, baby, you know, it's the thing that I, that I made that is, like, my, the reason I'm on this podcast. And... Really, what I the conclusion I kind of came to was like, it doesn't really make much sense for NPM to keep living on um, on the 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 charity of other organizations and people. It's it's a big burden, and the only real way to to effectively make that sustainable is by providing you know exploring revenue opportunities that exist around. So that. you have your own cryptocurrency called NPM coin. <laughs> is that? That is what has been rumored on Twitter. Okay. Okay. And and it'll cost roughly five USD to publish. 
um, so yeah, just to, just to put aside some of the, um, some of the FUD, like, you know, it, it isn't a good business model to go out and try and make, take something that's currently free and make it cost money. Like, <laughs> but what did you make it cost Dogecoin? Um, I don't, I don't know if that would work any better. Um, <laughs> uh, so, you know, because if you, if you end up, if you do that, like, first of all, it's, it's kind of a dick move. Second of all, um, and that just doesn't sit right with me personally, but second of all, I mean, if you start like degrading the performance of the free product, like you're just going to have people figuring out ways to circumvent it and, um, you know, coming up with competitors who are going to be better. And so that our next sponsor block Oracle. Exactly. You're on a you're on a roll roll right now. Hi, Larry. So, and that's I mean that's a good example. Like you can look at like examples of people doing uh, and companies doing exactly that with like dual licensing models, um, where then they start like you know crippling or failing to support the free version, and it's it's not like the reason why npm has grown as as fast and as powerfully as it has the reason why it's so interesting is that there is this very very low friction uh mm-hmm. low ceremony bar- like almost no barriers to entry mm-hmm. and if we if we start making that cost money like no oh, that sucks and it's not a good way for me to get rich mm-hmm. um you know it's it's not a good way for this company to be successful and if the company's not successful then like that defeats the whole purpose of coming up with a sustainable future for the npm registry so uh, what we're looking into doing is like, uh, if if you were at Node Summit this year, um, or once the the videos go online, you'll you'll see. Like, I was sitting there in the audience at most of these things, and we'd actually just started. I'd actually just started kind of talking to um, a few people about about maybe getting this getting a business started around NPM, and it was still it was still kind of a maybe idea at that point. And like we, I was sitting there in the audience looking at these you know, watching these presentations of people from all these huge companies saying, here are the reasons why we chose Node. Number one, NPM. Mm-hmm. Number yeah. two, you know, some other thing. <laughs> Number two, JavaScript. Number three, like, you know, D-trace or features or speed or whatever other feature it was. But the number, like, one was always NPM. So, and then the next slide, they were like, now here's what sucks about NPM. <laughs> and and as, I'm, as I'm watching, I was like, wow, you know, I could just, like, go do that and sell it to them and they'd give me money. Like that's probably a pretty good way to go. And then, you know, then we can actually build out a much, uh, a much fancier infrastructure, a much more um, available, a much more robust infrastructure for the, uh, for the registry. It's just doing that, that kind of stuff costs money. So really since, you know, switching gears and um, going about setting up this company, like things have come together really, really fast, uh, much faster than I would have expected. And, certainly much, much faster than I was prepared to. One thing that I heard from a lot of people is like, oh, you're going to go do a startup. Well, get ready to like spend six months just talking to investors about fundraising because like it'll take all your time for at least three to six months. And it was like, yeah, okay. So a month later, we're kind of in business with somebody. So, <laughs> well, like most people starting a business don't have a graph with three years on right. it. Just they don't have the <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's very unlike most... Uh, most early stage startups because we have a product that we know people like, we know they're already using, we have, you know, tons of metrics around it and it, they're all telling the same exact story, which mm-hmm. is, you know, it's, it's exploding. So, um, basically it's a rocket ship and we, we just had to like, you know, see who was going to want to buy a ticket the first. And, um, so <laughs> now we're, uh, we're looking for office space and we're talking to lawyers and bankers and doing Ooh. all that. 
doing all that fancy, fancy pants business stuff, mm-hmm. and um, and it's going to ship next week, mm-hmm. along with version zero twelve. Zero twelve. Because they're bundled together. Ish. Are you going to yeah. announce the amount of money that you got, like on the podcast? Right now, no. Okay. Can you just tell me how much your salary? Is? <laughs> just <how> much- <laughs> one dollar. <laughs> tell me how much you make. <laughs> one NPM coin. <laughs> 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 that should give you some sense of how valuable NPM coin is. I love that you have to pay everybody else in fractions of an NPM coin if you want to make money. Yeah, I'm not going to give a whole bunch. <laughs> There's only three of those things in existence. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, no, I, I mean, it's still a bit early to uh, to disclose that kind of stuff, but we'll be, um, I, I, I feel that companies do best when they're as transparent as possible, especially since we kind of um, came up in an open source community and uh we owe a lot of our success to that open source community and will continue to you know benefit by serving it so was that buffer that did like just did like full disclosure of everybody's salary i think it was i think it was buffer yeah buffer yeah but like in terms of it you can do that in, ter- in terms of announcing the, the investment crazy. stuff though there's some stuff that just legally you can't talk about exactly um like it, in fact <laughs> anything that could be construed as like soliciting you can't do mm. so. yeah so no, I, I, I signed some documents that I, I, I may or may not have signed some documents that said I may or may not be able to disclose what may or may not have happened. So, um, <laughs> you cannot can confirm or deny that. I right? can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny that there's anything to confirm or deny. You can confirm that you signed papers. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, a PDF. Not a <laughs> <laughs> not actually signs papers. This is a 1990. Exactly. <laughs> it's not the 1900s, Michael. <laughs> um, Wax seal and everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we can anyway, expect you, we can expect you. There's, there's going to be more details with details about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't know if we're going to disclose everybody's salary. I mean, that's oh, a, no, a no, lot no, of people. The salary. The <laughs> no, I, that, was, that really was a joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was kind of cool though, and I, it, I no, think it's very cool. I, I don't know that like. Yeah, it's it's cool, and like if you can bake in that level of transparency, transparency. I, I have like this thing that I uh, say, you know, transparency is a habit. So if you can get in the habit and and you know begin to sort of spread that out through your organization, it, it tends to multiply, and it's generally good. Um, but well, you can't get it back. And in a company like like making it free, most most companies you work for will tell you, you know, when you get a bonus or when you get a raise, like don't tell anyone. And they try to keep a culture of nobody knowing what anybody makes. And there's a reason why this is the culture in, in most businesses, because it serves the company. Yeah. Like, they know what everybody makes, mm-hmm. you know? They know exactly what everybody makes because they're paying them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and by, by keeping that information kind of uh, hidden and making everybody afraid to share it with one another, then you, you create uh, an information disparity that really benefits the company. I, I, I've always kind of felt that that's, um, you know, not very... Uh, not very good. It's not very nice. Uh, but at the same time, some people are genuinely uncomfortable talking about how much they make. And so what we'll probably do is just say, if you want to share it, that's fine. But it's your call. Like, what, One thing that uh, I read this book um, called Maverick by Ricardo Semler, who's like this uh, Brazilian guy who runs this company called Semco. And what he ended up doing, it's a more industrial company, but they, they have a little bit of profit sharing. And then also every employee gets to set their own salary, whatever they want to make, but it's all public. Hmm. So if you try to pay yourself more than you should be getting, everybody will know, and it will also impact all of the profit sharing for everybody. So hmm. people just self-regulate. Well, that's yeah. nice. 
Yeah, I, I think, I mean, that probably makes a lot more sense when it's an industrial company. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> because it's like, look, I mean, if you think that we're well, going to get... going to print these fucking Dogecoins? Like, you're going <laughs> to have these on the mills, right? Right. <laughs> NPM coins. The NPM, NPM coins. coins. Sorry. They're the size of a house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a cryptocurrency. It's a tangible... Actual stone. But, uh, um, you know, at a, at, a, at a tech startup, a lot of people get into it for different reasons. I mean, I might be, I might be working for NPM because I love NPM and because it's something I care about. Somebody else might just get, get involved with the company because they think that we're going to exit at some point for more than we're currently worth. And they want some of those stock options. Like, and that's fine. If that motivates them to do good work, then it's great, but it might not motivate them to take a smaller salary. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and you get into these kind of weird game theory issues with people who actually know math and like, <laughs> might not don't hire any of them might not actually like you know care <laughs> as much right, right. um but i i think uh i think reducing that veil a little bit is is something that just kind of needs to happen in uh, in business in america yeah just first like NPM coin yeah that's an mm -hmm. NPM coin this is, is, is extraordinarily good it'll be in the show notes it'll be in the show notes yeah we got a we got a picture of a, a, a picture of uh, I think that's Lori Voss. He is now in he's traveling abroad, bringing back the first MBM coin. Yep. Yep. So, all right. And in two years, TJ takes over MBM Inc. Oh, wow. Right? <laughs> no, is, that, is that how that works? That, no, I think in two years, Ryan comes back. Wow. Ryan comes back. All right. All right. All right. Rewrite, rewrite Snowden and go. I, 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 think we, I think we've got five minutes. No. The, to, um, to bring it back a little bit, Isaac, are you still going to be involved at all with Node? Great question. Great question. You should I, run a here, podcast. Here at Node Up, I, I, you know, I'm actually kind of interested. What, you know, I, I do expect to still be involved with Node. Um, you know, I'm I'm still actually writing quite a bit of code, and I, I hope to continue. It's just a thing I do. It's a it's more a In lifestyle the before you get a job. Yeah. <laughs> um, and certainly, I mean, if we if we bump into into uh, uh, bugs in Node, which Every node user does, and so I'm sure we will. Um, we'll, we'll, of course, be you know sending patches back and stuff. I mean, the, the purpose of NPM Inc. is to do a better job taking care of the node community than I was already doing. And so as, with some you know, employees and, and products and, and um, coins, NPM coins and <laughs> dough coins and stuff. Um, Currency, not, not crypto coins. Yeah, no, we're, we're, I'm just I'm totally kidding. You can literally that. print your own money. We're... <laughs> <laughs> no, you, to do that you have to be a VC. Oh, um, oh, oh, they don't print their own money; they print other people's money. Um, but uh, I'm, are I'm you so in a position to say that? <laughs> <laughs> he signed the papers already. <laughs> we see the sunset of MPM. Yes, it was, it was a good run. <laughs> it was a, it was a good run. Handing it off to TJ now. Um, no, but I mean the the point I was trying to make is like we're we're in very like very invested in the node community and um unclear how much time i will actually have to write code for for the node project but i expect that you'll see plenty of patches coming from npm inc there's also a lot of institutional knowledge locked away up there mm -hmm. that uh yeah 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 if you need any the whole thing being is, nice to people on the internet give me a question yeah. <laughs> if you have any questions I'll, I'll be happy to help you out i'm not planning to uh move to new york and delete my facebook you're not going to be a professional hipster? live journal, no, or live journal, yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. Are you sure it got deleted and not just misplaced? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
All right, so I want to wrap up with predictions on who will be the next phenomenal oh. dictator for Nut. Trevor, I'm, I'm calling it. It's Trevor. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, who knows? The future is is a is a dark place. You you can never see what the answer is. It's, it's a crystal ball. How can you see inside there? Okay. You, know, you never know. You can definitely see inside of a crystal ball. That's no, why it's crystal. Oh no, it's, it's opaque. I'm sorry. Depends on the crystal. It's a, it's foggy in there. I don't know. It's a, it's a quartz ball. Um, I you know. A lot of people said, like, why, you know, well, so why why TJ and not Trevor? Because I think they're, like, the same person. <laughs> and uh, they're actually very different people that care about very, very different things. Like, to, to run a project like Node, you have to have a very holistic view of, like, all the moving parts. And Trevor's, like, Trevor is such a relentless, focused perfectionist to, like, dive into one feature and just be, like, totally heads down on it for a really long time, which is wonderful. But, like, terrible for the person who's actually got to be making sure that all the tests are passing he wouldn't enjoy that job at all i mean yeah he's he said as much i mean he's 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 crucial to the project right now and mm -hmm. absolutely if if we were doing shout outs right now my shout out would have actually been to fedora and trevor for being excellent team members while while this has been going on and i'm a, you know really proud to be working with them and all the features that they actually put together all right mine cj silverio all right that's, that's your, it. That's your shout out. That's my shit. That's my, no, that's my, that's my prediction. That's my prediction. Oh, oh that's that's prediction. Prediction. I, I, I had Jack. You, you, you said it so quick that I was like, what, just a non sequitur. Like, by the way, awesome person. Uh, awesome person. <laughs> totally capable of running the project. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Okay, that's I, I, could, I could see that happening. All right. Well, uh, thanks. I think everybody gets a free NPM coin that uh, <laughs> participated in this, so that's great. Uh, no, 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 no. That's no. no, still none of this. All you need to do to start you know, generating income is, you know, on your your NPM store, start selling NPM coin like as a physical thing, <laughs> or just fork Bitcoin and and do your own. You guys are so into cryptocurrencies. You know they're not real, right? <laughs> so, so I uh, make a real one. So so no they joke. Well, massive, okay. I would buy a, a node uh, so, NBM coin. No joke. I own BieberCoin.com. So Justin Bieber branded Bitcoin. Oh Beaver, yeah, Beaver. Beaver. Okay, okay. BieberCoin. BieberCoin. Yeah. yeah. All 20, right. 2015. You got Beaver coin. You got some bad Huntsingers, man. <laughs> bad, it's rough. I think you're like five memes behind on that. <laughs> it's gonna come back around. <laughs> <laughs> These things are so cool. Yeah. All right. Well, let, let's let's go ahead and wrap it up. Um, everyone uh, gets a plug. Uh, let's go start over my left. TJ. Uh, I mean, I did my plug. I want. I want. I mean. If you if you want to contribute to Node Core, please get involved and absolutely do so. And my plug is absolutely for the people that are already working there on it. You know, with Alexis uh, for Microsoft, Scott Blomquist, and Trevor and Fedor, uh, Trevor Norris and Fedor and Dutney are my plug for all of those guys that are great members of the team, and I'm proud to be working with them. And also Isaac, but you know, he's here, so thanks. He's already taking this way more seriously than you. I mean, you you never like plugged like other people's stuff. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's true. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's true. <laughs> Isaac, your plug. Um, I would like to plug uh, the Twitter account Dogs Doing Things, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then also the uh, the follow up um, mirror alter ego of Dogs Doing Things, Dogs Doing Thing. <laughs> oh, God. oh gosh, Michael. 
Um, uh, JS Fest tickets are up right now. So JSFest.com. Nice. Uh, little conference, San Francisco, early March. Uh, lots of little events and uh, a couple big events. So check that out. Tickets are very cheap, ranging from $1 to eight and a whopping $80. So and Students are um, free, right? Students are free, yeah. So if you're a student, um, all of the events are free. Just, I'm a, I'm a just student. Lo- look, at, look at the schedule before you sign up for stuff because there are overlapping events. So I'm a, I'm a student of life. <laughs> That was my joke. Oh, can I, you just took fucking venture money. I'm going to charge you double. No. <laughs> <laughs> He'll pay you with NP, fractional NPM coins. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. And also more, more NodeConf tickets will go up soon. So we did a little batch of NodeConf nice. tickets. Um, and more will go up in a month or so. Cool. Okay. Um, Forrest and Jacob, you got, you, the peanut gallery gets a, gets a plug. Gets one between the two. <laughs> each, no, no, each. Well, each. Sure, for the Twitter account. That's for cat tips. C A T T T I P P S. Cat tips. Yeah, mine's for this cool guy that uh, you haven't heard on here yet. His name's Jacob Groundwater. He's also pretty alright. Uh, are you related? What's, what, what's his, what's his this, get clearly, with our first name is the same. <laughs> yeah, like I'm related to Isaac Newton. Uh, I, I did know that. Yeah, people ask me that a lot. Do they? Oh. Like more often than you would think. <laughs> it's only because he looks yeah, crazy. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what's the Jacob Groundwater GitHub? Pardon? What's the GitHub? Jacob Groundwater. Oh, okay. Oh, I think I think Michael's not in on the joke. No, no, no. I actually am in on oh, the okay, joke. Okay. I was just like, that's a long ass fucking GitHub. <laughs> <laughs> it, it totally is. It's, it, groundwater was taken, but I think it was taken by me. But <laughs> <laughs> password. So somebody in GitHub. Can, like help me retrieve that. I will gladly, uh, I will gladly repatriate it. Wait, but is is uh, is Goldwater taken? <laughs> I can only hope yes. All right, D-Shot. D-Shot, All right. What's your what's your plug? No bummer. Oh, he just signed up. All right. Like uh, so my plug is Trevor's having a baby. Congrats, Trevor. So we'll, we won't be back in February for performance analysis training. Uh, sign up now for our March performance analysis training, and uh, you can get to that at firm.io perf beta. So perf dash beta. Firm, it'll, it'll be in the show notes. That's a no-term um, training. You forgot to say that's a no-term training. <laughs> it's a no-term It's a training. It's the only offered by the node firm training for node. So that's, that's, that's you know, a given. And then uh, Summer of Node is coming back in 2014. So if you're interested in uh, doing an internship this, this summer, kick me an email at uh, dshaw at thenodefirm.com. It's going to be lots of fun. And it's going to be way more sort of remote friendly. So when, when we did it last time, it was here in San Francisco. This is going to be more remote friendly, kind of in response to you know, challenges we had doing it last time and bringing everybody from around the world in, in together on a project. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Question, do you actually have to be a student to do this? It works best if you have the sort of free time that a student has. So you know the, the amount of just time that you need to dedicate to an internship kind of works better. I'm, I'm conceptually open to anybody as an old person. Uh, <laughs> I empathize with other old people. But, you know, <laughs> so, it's, so, it's, 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 it's sympathy in that case. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 
So, Michael, if, I think the answer is if you just want to take the summer off. You got the entire summer where you like you you you're you know, like all of your NPM coins. You cash them in. And... I should intern in my own company just as a break. There you go. <laughs> Somebody else can be CTO for a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's run down real quick uh, a couple of un- uh, upcoming events. No Day at PayPal, going to be lots of fun. Noday.com, February 28th. Michael mentioned JS Fest in, in March, jsfest.com. CampJS is coming back to Melbourne March or April ish. I'm sure there's probably a date by now. Do you have a date? No, no, I was just shipping in one week. Uh, <laughs> CampJS.com uh, for more information about that. And No J- NodeConf. Is coming back July Fourth weekend. Uh, tickets will the next batch of tickets will be up soon on uh, nodecom.com. Thanks for for coming. This is fun and uh, informative. And uh, thank you so much for the MBM coin. And uh, thanks to New Relic for that, absolutely. Ooh, thank thank you. You. Yeah. There you go. This, yeah. this is amazing. Uh, you got to do these all always like this. always yeah. like this. And absolutely, yeah. It's a lot so. quicker. You can like you know you don't have that Skype lag to like you know, right. interject uh, hilarious comments. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we just need to work on the people who are here to troll. That's all we need. We need to get that filter. You know, get... you're right, Michael. There's no sky flag. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so thanks a lot. Uh, be sure to leave a review on iTunes. Uh, follow it up on Twitter. And we're currently full with, with sponsorship, but get in touch for uh, a sponsor slot when, when the next one uh, frees up. And uh, thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Boom. Bye. Peanut gallery. Bye. Bye. Bye.